Welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's garbage people and a look at all the trashiest news stories. My name is Erica, and I'm your host. My name is Cassandra, and I'm your other host. We did it, Joe. We did it, Joe. Of course, not a reference to anything that's going on in the politics, because, you know, me and Erica host this show, so we don't get normal news. I was just saying that because it took us a while to get started, and it was all my fault. I Can you believe they're puppeting Diane Feinstein around? They're literally weakened I, Taylor at Bernie's sent, her. <laughs> Taylor sent me a photo of her, and she looks... Like she, she looks like Diane Feinstein if she melted. <laughs> Someone skinned her and is wearing her around. That's, and like, listen, please understand this isn't misogyny speaking. This is people saying, hey, this is senior abuse. This is seen, this is elder abuse. <laughs> like, let her go. Somebody in her office needs to be like, hey guys, we're going to call it. We may all lose our jobs, but. We cannot parade her around her thinking she's been there doing votes for months on end. Also, <laughs> what, are, what are we afraid of? Are we afraid that California is not going to elect another Democrat in her place? This isn't like when Bader Ginsburg died and it was like, woof, that was rough. That was really hard for everyone. With Diane Feinstein, we could have elected someone else in her place, I don't know, 40 years ago? We got to get term limits, babe, but that's for policy policy, our other trashy. <laughs> that's in the trashy verse is our policy policy. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Term limits. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that's something that I think everyone can agree on. Yeah. You know what I miss? What's up? Remember when we used to fly in planes and even with Wi-Fi, really, we couldn't send a text from the air. Yeah. What is with planes being like, hey, messaging's free. Hey, you can text message to me on the ground right now. No, babe. You know what I miss? The silence that was someone's flying. I know I don't have to think about or like respond to a text for the four hours you're in the air. It's disrupting my peace. I like it better because you could always, if you ignore a text, like if you're flying and I text you and you don't respond, I'm going to be like, oh, she's on a plane right now. Mm-hmm. I would never be like, hey, bitch, I know you have free texting because you can always tell people, oh, my God, the texting on planes it sucks. And everyone's going to go, yes, <laughs> I like it because I felt like sometimes people wouldn't put their phones in airplane mode and they would continue to text and I never spoke up because I didn't know if that actually put us in danger or not, right. but I would just feel annoyed because I'm like, you're so shady. Like everyone knows you're supposed to go into airplane mode and you're not doing it. What is your problem? So now it's kind of like, okay, well thou, those people, you know, they, they do airplane mode now, I hope because they can no. still text. No, they're not. They're not going to start following the rules. Do you think they're still... Yes, not. they're still not using airplane mode. Well, they're just I guess flying, I get to just... kite, flying kites outside of the windows. Like those people are not following the rules. Man, it's whatever. I, Erica, you, you got to just tell me why you're trash because we're now we're getting on to our other podcast, Flighty Flighty. And this is look, this is this is off uh, behind the paywall kind of stuff. All right. Okay, so my grandmother recently passed away. I'm so sorry. Thank you. She was a wonderful woman. She had a beautiful life. 
mm-hmm. a life of service and love and the most attended funeral I've ever been at 86, Hell yeah. you know, printing more flyer, you know, uh, the things you hand out about someone's life, like uh, uh, memos or me- programs. <laughs> programs. Jesus. I think memos. that's what they're called. Babe. Here's a memo about my dead loved one. I'm almost positive. It is. It's programs. A receipt. A receipt. I don't know. <laughs> Just she would have hated this podcast. Oh. I, I take solace in that. Like she's such a good person. She would have hated this podcast. But, oh, wow. So, uh, uh, you know, hugely attended funeral. I'm just saying I've been to concerts with less people, like hugely attended, wow. con- you know, funeral. Beautiful for an 86 year old. It was in my hometown and we had the services. And then we went into uh, what we call the little gym of our mm-hmm. school and had people come and could visit the family. So the family met in the little gym before we all walked in together and had special seats and then sure. visitation over there. And babe, don't you know? I left a funeral to go get a corn dog. Okay. Well, what choice did you have? What were they serving? I mean, a funeral's at four o'clock. Like lunch, that's that's when I need a Oh, they blew through lunch. I mean, it's a four o'clock thing. It's like, you can have lunch, but you don't want to have an upset stomach. It's like, what am I going to do? So I I literally left the visitation. You know, people driven from, you know, hours, miles. And... Winston took me up to the Tiger Paw, the aforementioned gas station that I was, you know, the queen of of and, you know, hot pocket god of. And I got me a corn dog. Then I went back and I was better. (laughs) I had some protein and carbs deep fried together on a stick. But I was just sitting there and somebody was like, hey, you got a little, well, my family members, you got a little (laughs) ketchup right here. And I was like, oh, thank you. And they're like, how'd you get ketchup right there? And I was like, Oh, I I I left and went and got a corn dog. (laughs) Okay, Okay. it it was truly a a magical moment of trash. You have to. We went to the gravesite, and then a church had brought us sandwiches, like a very nice. There was a meal type deal, you know, but it was um not enough. Four four thirty five o'clock, baby. It's dinner time. Baby needs a corn dog, you know. So I'm complete trash. I will say you're eating dinner really early or lunch really late, but you know, seeing as you were grieving, I'm going to let it go. But to me, you were definitely within the bounds of happy hour, if anything, but again, that's okay. So anyway, left a funeral to get a corn dog. Why are you trash? Well, I feel, I feel good about this. So it was mother's day last weekend and I was in San Diego with my, my husband and my in-laws and the plan was, hey, we're going to go to the Coronado Wine Festival. And then we're going to, you know, uh, quickly just stop by the church and pack some boxes for some, you know, underprivileged families, military families. And then we're going to go to dinner. And then the next day is a house tour, like a ho- historical home tour. So I was like, cool, great, awesome. Like a little bit of wine like just a a little bit of charity work and then like you know everything else is good. So I have a a, a adorable outfit on. Of and cuz how many we, options did you bring though? 3 because I've learned ever since we went to that foundation listen to an episode or two back. I I will not be you can't fool me again. Like the who we won't be fooled again. <laughs> 
so but I, I'm wearing like the cutest outfit. Like you can't even believe it. Um, I got it off of Newly, and I'm like, this is probably fine for the rest of the, like for all day. Right. And a couple of people are like, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you want to make sure you're comfortable for the packing boxes. And I'm like, yeah, but it's like literally gonna be like such a small thing. Like I'll be fine. This is a jumpsuit. I'm good. Oh, no. And they're like, yeah, okay, you're good. So we go to the wine festival. It's a rager (laughs) they give us like these little wristbands that have five little pull tabs on them Mm -hmm. and only one of all like 12 stalls was taking tabs everyone else because you were only supposed to go in and get five samples (laughs) but only one one table was taking tabs so i'm like okay great just don't go there uh (laughs) revisit everywhere else multiple Mm -hmm. times and so i was like and that's what everybody was doing so i was getting like wasted i was i was getting drunk erica i'm not gonna lie to you (laughs) and then they're like okay um we had to be at the church by three yeah 3 p.m so all of this drunkenness was happening at like noon so so we're like okay yeah we'll meet you over there and so then me and taylor like do 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 walk down the street we go to a bar called mcp's we have a guinness we have a shot you know like i mean what whatever like i i thought we were having a fun mother's day okay yeah and so and we're like yeah we're just gonna hop by this church like you know put a couple cans and boxes like no big deal girl i showed up this was so much more than just a couple cans and boxes. Yeah. Yeah. This was like not this isn't a church held event. This is my in-laws foundation holding this event. Like oh I had one of the if you have any questions, go talk to someone in a white hat. <laughs> they gave me a white hat. I didn't, <laughs> and I didn't know what the hell was going on. So I so I mean I was we got it done. We packed hundreds of boxes. There was the post office like had was picking up uh, food that people left on their front doorsteps in these special bags that people got. And so it was just like a bin and a bin and a bin full of like all this food. And, you know, like there was all these volunteers there and we had to like get it all sorted to like dry goods, canned goods, things (laughs) that are expiring before the end of the year, like things like we had to do all that kind of stuff. And I was just like, I kept going up to Taylor be like, (laughs) I'm drunk. What do we? Just in case you forgot, I'm drunk. Like there's kids there. Like it was just like a, it was a vibe, my dude. It was hard work. Yeah, but we got it done, and uh, (laughs) it was it was for a good cause. It went to military families and um, homeless shelter, so it was great. But uh, I do feel like I was set up to fail, (laughs) and I do feel like people should have told me. I mean, I did, I had some words with Taylor. I was like, what's, what is up with that? And he was like, well, I told you. I was like, you didn't tell me anything. You yeah. didn't tell me anything. Yeah. You told, you told me so little. <laughs> I would have never, ever drank that much. Like what? Anyways. It's so like- I, I just can't believe anything less trashy than being super wasted trying to do charity just like white hats are, are people that like uh, provide medical intervention during war zones right isn't the the un peacekeepers are white hats? Just, yeah though i had like the, just a white uh, oh and this, here's my new daughter-in-law and i'm like hello <laughs> hi uh, uh your dry goods are gonna go to table what 
and yeah. uh, mm -hmm. your canned goods is table two, jarred good table three. Oh, are those some Doritos? Actually, those go with me. I have a special yeah. place for those Doritos in the closet with me. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, just all the cliff, car cliff bars, you just give them to the kids who are here, and then it's their payment. <laughs> well, it sounds like <laughs> at least you... You know, you were drunk, but it sounds like you weren't in any threat or danger of driving anywhere the whole time, right? Oh, absolutely not. Never, yeah. ever, ever. Not something we play with. Mm -mm. No. But our first story might, might, uh, uh, this guy might have played with it. This guy might play with that. Ah, yes. From the state where I spent the my early childhood, we are going to Colorado. From CNN.com. A driver in Colorado tried to avoid a DUI arrest by swapping seats with his dog after being pulled over, the police say. He stopped and, around. Oh, sorry. go ahead. And where do they release this information, Cassandra? Girl, on Facebook, I bet. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, around 1130 p.m. on Saturday, he was driving 52 and a 30. He was uh, the police pulled him over and... <laughs> They saw him uh, trying to switch places with his dog. This dog was He's... in the passenger seat and he watched the, the officer watched the entire process happen. He, he exited the passenger seat of the vehicle claiming I, I wasn't driving. It was this damn dog. I keep telling it. Uh, this dog has got the uh, such a lead foot, but uh, he doesn't <laughs> listen. Like 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 disney in like the 70s would have pitched this as a movie <laughs> you know it's like my drunk dog like live action <laughs> and i mean it's very like this guy's seen too many episodes of family guy and was like the dog's part of the family <laughs> we're who's good that, who's that delightful he's still kicking it uh mary poppins oh my gosh winner of sound and stage uh the dick van dyke dick van dyke dick van dyke place sure <laughs> the man sure. who owns my drunk dog my drunk dog <laughs> why well, says to him i said that didn't i there's like a vanity fair thing of like a bunch of british actors who they ask who which american has the worst british accent and everyone says we're really Erica sorry to Curry? Say this. no dick van dyke oh because you're not considered an actor anymore because you gave it up still hurts I'm sorry, but you gave it up and it Dick Van Dyke hurts. never quit. Yeah. You know what? He's like in his 90s, still kicking ass and doing a terrible British accent. But God love him. He brought doing smiles better. to our faces. Doing better than Diane Feinstein. I'll tell you what. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know, it, dogs can do a lot of things. They cannot drive cars. Unfortunately, no. they should not drive cars. But no, I've met a dog mayor before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you been to Idlewild? I haven't been to Idlewild, but I've heard I've heard the tales of the the dog mayor in Idlewild. I, isn't their whole political body dogs? Oh yeah, he has a deputy mayor. Like it, the the dog the town dog catcher is a dog. Like the superintendent. Like their tax. I mean, it's just a whole tax shelter. I'm sure. I think Idlewild. It's like corrupt. yeah. Who's really running the show there? <laughs> Season five of True Detective will be the Idlewild takedown. Like, I would watch it. <laughs> we're saying this because our next story is from the guardian.com. And yes, Toronto is having a race for their new mayor. It drew more than 100 candidates, including one dog, a former police chief, a comedian, uh, and a rescue dog named Molly. And my goal, Cassandra, 
Mm-hmm. My goal in life. So Max is the mayor of Idlewild. Sure. And they run, you know, a Max every year. He keeps winning. My goal is to have the type of money. I might have mentioned this before. The type of just throwaway money where I run against Max and perform a full-out smear campaign. A dog walking in a field and then it freezes like a black and white as he's looking over his shoulder. And I'm like, Max shits in your yard. Like, just... Like, I'm going to find, like, like James Cargill and, like, all the, like, the best politicians in the biz. And I'm going to be like, I need you to write attack ads against this dog. I buy billboards. I'm going to spend commercial money. I want to run against this dog so badly. I mean, like, I'm here for it. But just know that some people are going to find you to be really evil because I don't think anybody this is a rule in improv you know they say you can get away with a lot of stuff but probably don't kill a dog be the, the audience will turn on you you're sooner get away with a holocaust joke than if you kill a dog on stage unless it was really worth it and justified and so I honestly don't I'm not being I'm not making jokes here I don't know if you were to do this, to put a smear campaign against the dog mayor of Idlewild, people might put you on the level of like that Screlly guy who jacked up uh, AIDS medicine. Martin Screlly. Yeah, I think people might find you that upsetting. Yeah. If you did um, a smear campaign yeah. on a nice dog mayor who, is it, it's always Max? I mean, like, are they air butting Max I, a little bit? And it's I just always a different so. dog? I Yeah, I don't so. know who the Buck is running idle wild. Anyways, we're talking about <laughs> Toronto right now because the current mayor, John Tory, he resigned in February over an affair. And so, yes, they have a hundred new candidates who all registered and the Toronto dog owners, they bite back <laughs> after city posts of no barking sign at Pooch Park. Ooh. Yeah. So that's no why they good. have to get a dog mayor, you know, the... Mm-hmm. Because he's part of the no, no, no barking sign party. I mean, your constituents will support you. They're very loyal, these dogs, I've heard, you know? Sure. Um. All right, here's the new pitch. Terminal brain cancer. I do a huge GoFundMe. Okay. None of the money goes to treatment. It's just me running against Max the dog. And then I have the, well, it is my dying wish. That way people can't hate me. To be the mayor of Idlewild? Yeah. Because you have terminal brain cancer? Yeah. I suppose that you'd probably be just as effective as a dog. (laughs) Is that bad? Oh, no. Uh, So is that really dark? I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, like, we're going to act like the dog's a gray mare. I I don't know. He did give me free cake and sandwiches on his birthday. So I can't say he's ever done anything for me. That is a good mare. Yeah. So Ontario's premier, Doug Ford, <laughs> said, we need someone who has experience dealing with crime. <laughs> Let me tell you what. I know a dog, McGruff, and he mm. could take a bite out of crime. So totally. maybe he would appoint him as police chief instead. They say that people with these places with dog mares or when when there's an animal in the room, people act more human is what uh, someone said. That's but that true. someone was also a, the owner of the dog who arrived to city hall on rollerblades 
So <laughs> I'm just going to say maybe Toronto. Um, wasn't this a thing when Arnold Schwarzenegger became the mayor of California that there May- were like the governor? <laughs> what did he do? He was our governor. Okay, I literally this isn't policy policy, so don't. This is not policy up. policy. Don't give him the disclaimer. Okay, when when he became right because he was the governor. Okay, right when that happened, there was like a hundred or something options too. His biggest, yeah, his biggest competition, of course, was Cruz Bustamante. Something that I only remember because I watched a lot of Jay Leno as a child because <laughs> it was uh, I was waiting for Conan. Yeah. <laughs> So I recall Cruz Bustamante, but then like, but the biggest like gag of the time was that a porn star was running and people right. couldn't marry Carrie or something. Like, people couldn't believe. They couldn't fathom. They said, oh, this woman who has sex for a living wants to make the rules. Yeah. California is a joke state. Yeah. Why don't we just elect a former actor? <laughs> I listen. I feel like he did a good job. I was just going to say the same thing. I'm pretty sure he did a good job. But also, I was a child, and I don't yeah. think that you were I a didn't child live here yet. You didn't even live here. So <laughs> we might be wrong. We're going to be super, yeah. super wrong. You know yeah. what else is super wrong? Uh, can I give uh, – yeah, yeah, yes. Um, no, you can guess. You can guess. Uh, uh, being um, uh, uh, not a real person, but three raccoons in a trench coat. Ooh, close. How about being a hotel guest who wakes up to the hotel's night manager sucking on your toes? Oh no, that I I specifically pay for that service. Oh well, I don't think this is as fancy of a hotel. This is a Tennessee <laughs> hotel. Of course, this is coming from the New York Post.com. The 52-year-old manager at the Fourth Avenue South Hilton Hotel in Nashville allegedly crept into a male guest's room while he was sleeping and put his little tootie toesies in his mouth. Um, honestly, of, of, of the options, mm-hmm. can we just be grateful his toes didn't go in the manager's butt? I'm just, of if I'm his options. defense, if I'm his defense attorney, I'm going to present an alternative. <laughs> You know, there's some reasonable doubt. Okay. If you're going to be his defense attorney, you have to also acknowledge, first and foremost, that you are only well-versed in pirate law. Must you throw that in my face? I'm just saying. Objection. I mean, that's not... (laughs) Overruled. But watch yourself, counselor. (laughs) Yeah. We don't know. I find you in contempt. (laughs) So... Yeah. He called the police. He the was guest. like, and called the, the guest. Yes, the guest did, of course. <laughs> the, the manager is like, these toes are gross. It's uh, <laughs> like, um, I have a crime. <laughs> this man needs a pedicure stat. <laughs> <laughs> this guy came into his room earlier in the day to fix his TV, which let that be a lesson. If your TV doesn't work at a hotel, don't call for help. Just deal with it. So he came to fix the TV. And then, yeah, later that night wakes up because he's having a dream of sticking his toes in a pool and uh like what's crazy about this amongst many things is was this the first time this has happened and someone woke up right or was there something specific about this male guest that made this guy go today's the day i risk it all this because i gotta get those feet this feels like comfort you know like like the boldness that comes with 
oh, okay, almost got caught that. Here's what I got to do this time. You know, I feel like this is the, I don't feel like you start here. (laughs) Yeah, like maybe it started with him kind of creeping around rooms, maybe snapping a Polaroid or two of a foot, and then just trying to like play the line. What he told the police, by the way, this manager says, I was only in there because I, you know, the, the guest said that he smelled smoke. And so I wanted to show up and see if everything was okay because I am a fireman. And the guest was like, no, I never said there was a smoke. <laughs> like, no, there, there's no smoke smell. <laughs> this guy came in, sucked on my toes. And guess what? I get to stay at Hilton's for free for my rest of my fucking life. That's true. I mean, Rick, <laughs> Rick and Kathy worse. Hilton are now my mama and daddy. Yeah. They gave me the charge card. <laughs> All right, lawyer, lawyer extraordinaire, yes. counselor. <clears throat> yes. Let's take this to some trademark law. Oh, uh, actually, uh, my second specialty, my my focus. Yeah. Fabulous. Are you going to be taking the side of Taco Bell or Taco John? Ah, <sighs> I'm gonna say Taco John. It's- Oop, oh. Taco John. All right, let's get into it. From CNN.com, Taco Bell, my side, is fighting to cancel the Taco Tuesday trademark. Taco Bell says, you've owned this thing that everyone says for long enough. In college, we had a Facebook group called Banana Tuesdays. And that's because (laughs) the local grocery store (laughs) had a sign one day that was just like, it's Banana Tuesday. On, by the banana display and we were like yeah that's not a thing anybody else says <laughs> so we would we would all celebrate banana tuesday objection relevance uh your your honor what i'm uh, let if you'll allow it i'm making a point i'll that allow it taco banana tuesday not trademarked my client taco john did the work and went to the U.S. trademark office and, and said, Taco Tuesday is for them. So this free use, absolutely not. The law stands as it is. So Taco so, Tuesday, TM, trademark. Tiny so little for circle. 34 years, Taco John's has owned Taco Tuesday to a point where if you ever see any other like brand or something like that saying it's Taco Tuesday, they I think have to go through Taco John's and like get the consent, which I don't see the random bars in LA who have Taco Tuesday as happy hour really going to get the consent of Taco John's. So I think maybe Taco John's is kind of sleeping on uh, the money that they could be getting, but that's Taco Bell. Taco Bell can't say it. They literally cannot say it. Taco John, hear me. I'm on your team. Give me a job. What I will do is I will get a large stamp, you know, poster board size stamp and an ink pad the same size. And anytime I see a bar restaurant Mm. advertising a Taco Tuesday and it ain't a Taco John, I will just simply put my stamp on that advertisement. I'm asking for $187,000 a year plus health insurance and 401k matching. Uh, Really not nothing crazy. So, because it's, uh, it's completely gonna be put all expenses reimbursed, of course, because I'll have to eat at a lot of Taco Tuesdays to you know to get to the bottom of this and ink, and we, we can get into the the logistics of this later. I'm not here to barter with the job. I'm just I accept 
Taco John is. So I'm saying I verbally accept the position. So send me the paperwork when you can. I think it's a pretty <laughs> fair deal. It sounds like a great job. Uh, Taco Bell's just like, listen, it's a, it, it's, you know. Enough of this one, shit. You can't own alliteration, you dicks. Yeah, they're like, we have to remedy this injustice. <laughs> yeah, it's, Taco Bell's getting kind of crazy with this whole remedy this injustice but apparently they have a strong case because the u.s trademark law prevents the registration of common phrases or phrases that have become commonplace Mm -hmm. after the registration is granted so really this has just gotten like too big for taco john's they don't have a taco john i don't think in california at all not that everything is about california but like the only reason i know taco john's exists is because i think they have them in washington I've, I've never, I'm going to be honest. I've never seen a taco, John, but I am now your biggest advocate, your brand ambassador for taco Tuesday, mail me the stamp pad. They're fine. I don't think that they're better than Taco Bell. I will say this controversial and come for me and see if I care. I think Del Taco might be better than Taco Bell. Oh, that's no question. Is that, is that controversial? I think people get really weird about Taco Bell. People like- are very do i mean there's a taco bell chapel in vegas we've covered it i don't see a del taco one so when there's a talk about cantina in hollywood yeah people get really really weird and defensive for taco bell and and that's fine but like del taco's food is better is superior their prickle pear boba prickle pal prickle damn it what (laughs) prickle pear Uh bubbles that you huh. get in a Sprite right now, that is better than a Baja Blast any day. Come after me, Taco Bell. Come after. I'm saying it. My opinion, the ta- Del Taco prickle. Pear. <laughs> you can't even say it. How do you order it? I just go, can I have the bubble ones and a Sprite? Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank <laughs> you. And I'll say the desserts are superior. Ta- oh, Del yeah, Taco absolutely. has the mini. The mini uh, shakes. No, the mini, ch- uh, the mini ch- uh, ch- cheesecake Churros. bikes. Oh, cheesecake bikes. Yes. Yes. Anyway, we're not here. We're not on Taco Taco right now. And, and people that think Taco Bell is better. <laughs> just y'all know, I'm a pray for y'all. Okay. Y'all need to go to church. That's all I'm going to say. Bless your hearts, you know? Mm-hmm. Bless I your do hearts. like Taco Bell, though. No. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. There's one, but, you know, it's, it's fine. But I'm just saying Taco to Taco. Stack, stack del taco del taco sorry sorry that's you can have your mexican pizza you can have all your stuff you want i'm talking tacos to tacos del taco take it up with your god you know yep yep well our next story this gentleman said i've heard your cries to go to church and here i am from a demon of a website but you know we talk about the new york post so i guess we who are we to say this comes to us from fox news an Arizona man has been arrested for baptizing himself naked in the church fountain. Because where the hell else is he supposed to do it? Honestly, uh, I, this guy, 20, he's like, yo, I found Jesus. Do you think I can wait till Sunday? <laughs> no, I need to do this right now. So uh, this gentleman was found at One Life Church in Mesa. I know exactly. Honestly, I think I knew where this church is. But huh. uh, he's naked as a jaybird, baptized himself in the church fountain. And there were court documents that Fox 10 of Phoenix had, you know, obtained. But uh, he was told to leave. But he stayed and he grabbed a blanket. And he says, nah, baby, I just became a monk. <laughs> I work here now. <laughs> Basically what you just did to Taco John's. 
<laughs> he made, listen, if you don't see a job on a website, make yourself a job. That's what I say. Be like, hey, <laughs> you're lacking this. You have a problem. Here's the market share. Let me help you with that. I mean, isn't that what boomers tell us to do? Like, you know, when we can't find a job, they go, well, have you tried uh, really hitting the pavement and going in? Have you called just calling, you know, have you tried just calling Jay Leno, asking him for a job? Why don't you give them a call over at Netflix before you say that no one wants to pick up your pilot? Like, how much are you really trying? Yeah. Have you called Saturday Night Live and, and tried to audition for them? Certainly they have like, you know open calls right <laughs> uh, the the gentleman uh now a man of god refused to take a mugshot i didn't know that was an option i'm gonna I say this you can i've heard that before actually really? that or no you know what i've heard is don't smile in your mugshot because if you smile in your mugshot they can use that against you in court mm-hmm. and if you're smiling you don't look like you're remorseful or worried about what you've mm-hmm. done or you'll get on Mugshotties, my favorite Twitter account, where it's just oh. hot people, Mugshotties <laughs> with Mugshots. It, so it's like, you know, them being crazy hot in their photo and then the crime that they committed, allegedly, or the crime they are accused of committing. So, but uh, Cassandra. <laughs> What's up? Is this man. Okay. So he's refused to take a mugshot. He, he emergency had to baptize himself. This feels like time-traveling Terminator-type shit. Like, he's okay. been sent back in time and has to complete this mission. Maybe he was on fire from the travel and had to douse himself out. Like, no mugshot, no proof. I'm just saying, like, is it a time-traveler? That's all I'm saying. I see your time-traveler, mm-hmm. which I, you know is my always first option, but raise you... Is this something similar to the plot of the Kevin Smith movie Dogma, where mm. a fallen angel mm-hmm. is told that if they cross into this church, they're forgiven for all their sins and, and back so everyone door their way back into heaven? Exactly, exactly. So, like, Damn. what if he was a fallen angel yeah. and this was like his backward backdoor way back into heaven? Yep. And that's why, because you can't take a picture of a dead person. Nope. nope. They won't show up. Nope. I need a hot Selma Hayek to strip and explain that to me. That's what I need. Was ASAP. that dogma or was that yeah, a different one? Oh, no. That was dogma. Selma Hayek is the pigtail wearing. I, I know the scene. Yeah. I know the scene. I just didn't <laughs> yeah. realize that that was in Dogma. Yeah. But well, you're right. Beautiful she woman oh, in the world. She's, and she's like an angel or something like that, too. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a good movie. I like Dogma. Yeah. I, you know, I feel like while we contemplate fallen angel, time traveler, mm-hmm. I'm just going to say a Bigfoot. The police didn't want to take a photo because he's out there. So who knows? But we'll, let's debate that amongst ourselves. And we'll take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. Hey, welcome back. Hey, thanks for being with us. Um, This next story was sent in by Tina Curry. Tina. Tina, prolific story sender. She now, I I commented, Tina Curry's my mother. I commented, she sends me texts early in the morning and I think there's an emergency. So I wake up panicked. We had that conversation. She took the note and Uh she now emails me the stories. Oh, yeah. See an early morning email from my mom? 
doesn't really scare me. Probably, probably fine. You know what I mean? Probably okay. Yeah. Probably okay. From NBCnews.com. A woman survived on wine and lollipops after a wrong turn stranded her in the Australian wilderness for five days. All right. <clears throat> this woman had just left her husband and was like, I'll do what I want. No, I'm sorry. That's the wrong story. This woman, <laughs> this woman was stranded for five days in a remote section of Southeast Australia. And again, she survived on the wine and lollipop. She's a 48-year-old woman, only identified as Lillian. And she was rescued at the end of a dirt road in Victoria. And the state's police agency said that she was, um, a video was posted of her waving at a rescue helicopter and officers helping her into the van. I want to know where she was headed. Well, she only had wine and lollipops. (laughs) The only things you should bring on a road trip. Uh, She'd gone on a vacation to the town of Bright. Mm -hmm. And let's do some geography. Okay. Let's let's do some, where, uh, you know, southeastern Australia, but where is it? Because, you know, Australia is interesting because, like, most of their population lives, like, on the eastern part of their, like, country. Like, uh, like it's, it's, it's in Victoria. Great, great, mm-hmm. great. Bear with us, Australia. <laughs> we don't know much about it. The Victoria um, is the southeast. Yes. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, Western Australia and like the top, it just truly is like just a lot of dirt and, uh, you know, it, it is the the outback. There's you know? Perth, Perth. If you get all the way to the edge. This kind of yeah. looks like America, though, because like nobody lives between California and New York, right? No. Yeah, it's weird. It's, yeah. It's, there are so many parallels between Australia and America in that way. Mm-hmm. But uh, just a bunch <laughs> of British rejects. <laughs> but the uh, bright uh, it is the base of the peak of mount buffalo national park and the alpine national park as well as mount hotham a popular ski resort so there's a lot of mountains in this area so it seems like a lot of tourism and hot beds and whatnot so the uh she went missing she didn't check in with her loved ones after so many days she was reported missing april 30th and they were conducting a sweep of the hilly section in the Mita Mita brushland, and authorities saw her car at the end of a road. Lillian told the authorities that she'd taken the wrong road and was trying to turn around when she got stuck in the mud. Oh, my mm. worst nightmare. Mm-hmm. She was 40 miles from the closest town and unable to walk because of health problems. The area oh, has no. no cell phone reception. Yeah. So she'd taken a couple snacks of lollipops and she used her car's heater overnight and the only liquid, and she doesn't drink normally. But she had a bottle of wine she brought with her as a gift for her mother. Oh, oh no. Oh, my gosh. So, I mean, you know what? When stranded, why not get a little buzz on? Except that it dehydrates you. It it does. But I think any, like, I, I, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. And, in fact, I just want to shout out to the doctors that do listen and send we're me. Sorry. We're sorry. We're ages. We're so sorry. It, Pretty much send- anybody with an advanced degree who listens. They send gentle, correcting messages about (laughs) medical (laughs) advice and things that I just spout off. I've seen House. You know, I I was a child of, I watched one season of Grey's Anatomy. Like I've seen 30 seconds of a two minute long TikTok. I know this stuff. I know this stuff. But we appreciate your service to the community and commitment. And we appreciate you sending in messages as I do <laughs> when I am completely wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so corrections, corrections. So, all right. So I'm sure, you know, Lillian was probably calling out for help, but again, remote area, but mm-hmm. our, our next story was about people responding to a call for help as well. Yes. From Fox 26 Houston.com police respond to a call for help, but it just turned out to be a pretty upset goat. <laughs> police and my state, home state of Oklahoma mm-hmm. responded this week to what they thought was a call out, but it wasn't that bad <laughs> of a call. They uh, arrived somewhere. I'm assuming someone called them to show up, but they arrived and they started to walk towards a faint sound of someone yelling. And as they got closer, one officer distinctly said he could hear the word help. So then they started running. Wow. So the department body cam footage shows the pair of officers running. And when they arrived, they soon discovered that the cry for help was actually a very upset goat. And the farmer explained he'd been separated from all of his friends. (laughs) I mean, thank God that the police showed up on time then. (laughs) This is an Enid. (laughs) So the officers were, you know, having a laugh when they realized that the, you know, goat. Oh, it was, yeah, it was a farm animal and they didn't immediately shoot it and sprinkle a little bit of crack on it. So (laughs) I'm just going to say that's growth. That's progress to me. So good. So good. (laughs) So I have a story about the town of Enid and um, two of my dear, dear friends are from Enid and we were in town for one of their weddings and we went to Walmart because the night before and the day of when we were getting ready, we were going to have some champagne some celebratory drinks gotta get it at walmart we didn't have wine glasses or champagne oh we didn't have champagne glasses to do such so you know after the rehearsal dinner quick quick trip to the walmart sure we get to the you know cups and drinks section and there are two types of glasses of wine end of list and again my friend who lives there lived there grew up her whole life now she lives in a big city Big kid job, big city, you know, very successful life with all sincerity. And I love you so much, KK. She says, but what do the people of Enid drink their champagne out of? Hmm. <laughs> I, I think I fell down laughing in the store. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> it's that thing when you're like, I grew up here. I know this. I know this. The second you move away, you're just like, oh, it's like I'm watching a nature documentary or something in anthropology <laughs> class. Like you just forget the people you came from. It was truly well, have them my... eat cake. It was truly <laughs> well, have them eat cake. It was mm-hmm. oh, it just brings me so much joy. I I cackle thinking about it. So anytime I hear the town of Enid, I'm like, well, what do they drink their champagne out of? <laughs> so, I bet this goat. One sipping on some champagne. So, <laughs> oh no, that's, that's so silly. Um, speaking of animals, we've talked a lot about animals this episode for some reason, but we have a headline, and we want this to be a you know a, a teaser, and for you to read the story yourself. It's still somewhat of a developing story, but it's a little, it's a scotch dark. It's, what a, it's a little here. dark. A little dark. From the NewYorkPost.com. It's a culinary cat fight. And, okay. <laughs> LA Times just did a piece on this New York Post now. But the owner of a buzzy Los Angeles restaurant has accused her estranged husband and co-chef 
of killing their pet cats and masturbating over them. This was filed in an explosive divorce filing. It has rocked Hollywood. They own the restaurant Horses, and the restaurateur who backed them in Horses is a fucking nice garbage person. And there's a voice memo circulating. I can get your hands on it. Let me know. DM it to me as well. Of these chefs. So the chefs are husband and wife. And she's saying, we were taking on all these rescue cats and... We can't talk about it. It's too dark. We can't talk about it. It's just too dark. If you find the you can find it on Eater. There's a there's a lot of Post, LA Times, horses, hot restaurant. Can't get a reservation to it. Google, just go down the road. Might be able to know. (laughs) It almost makes me want to eat there more, but that's I'm bad. Ah, I'm so garbage. Anyway, rabbit hole for you, horse hole, if you will. Hey, Cass, what's going on, girl? Oh wait, no, hold on. That's what I say at the end. Ask me again. <laughs> hey, Cass, are you ready? I'm ready. Well, it's time for the dumpster fire of the week. Woohoo! Oh my god! Do you recall being a child? Speaking of me watching Conan, uh, the late night advertisements for Girls Gone Wild with. Stunning accuracy. It, the the trauma scarred into my brain. Yes. I, the answer is yes. <laughs> I hated yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm all for owning your body. I'm all for expression. I'm all for so many things. But what I'm not here for is exploitation. And that to me is what Joe Francis did. He was also very rude to someone on The Real Housewives of Miami season three. We mm. won't get into it. A woman was pushed in the pool. It's a whole thing. A, a man was pushed. Somebody was pushed in a pool at a party. Uh, da, da, da. But we're talking about Girls Gone Wild founder Joe Francis. Yeah, he's described in this article as a man who still elicits visceral reactions from those who knew him, including Lee Sullivan, the former mayor of Panama City Beach, Florida, saying, I hate that son of a bitch so bad. All you had to do was say the name. And I was right there, right back there with that little cockroach bastard incredible (laughs) he was like a legitimately like super bad dude right oh so many things absolutely like yes bad 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 so he he okay so he was working um you know in hollywood and he had this idea he was a, a production assistant for the real real tv syndicated show um you know cutting room floor clips that were too grisly to air type thing and he was like, wait, what if I did a show like this, but for boobs? And this was <laughs> when porn was still DVDs, babes, like magazines. DVDs, being, bitch. VHS, girl. VHS being left in the woods <laughs> for kids to find. You guys yeah. had porn. You guys had porn in the woods, right? Or like. No. Pu- public. Play- no, there was not a porn tree. No. Okay. That I knew of. I've had this discussion. I've seen this discussion. I've had this discussion. I don't know what it was, but I feel like there would be area like woods or remote areas of a town. And I get a very small town where there would just be, it was like a take a penny, leave a penny, but for pornography, like there would just be magazines and things left at like certain trees. And I'm sure there's some code amongst whoever knew about it, but I, the, there was like porn trees. <laughs> it would just be at the foot of it. Like little elves had dropped it off. And then you could take a magazine, leave it. You know, it was just, 
like a little library, like a little, po- like a free library for pornography. Like yeah, underground no, networks not my experience um, <laughs> at all. Not anywhere I've lived, not Colorado, not certainly not Burbank. No. <laughs> get, but, get at hey. us if you, if you know about porn trees or porn in the woods and things like that. So yeah, this, this guy was like, Hey, I didn't create reality television by any means, uh, but it was launched in 1997. Oh my God. I was 11. Oh yeah. Yeah. Five years after the real world premiered on MTV and he basically uh, partnered uh, with Scott Barber, whose father co-created cops, which I think was also brought on by a writer's strike. Cops. Yeah. I think the creation of cops was because of a writer's strike back in the day. Oh yeah. That sounds familiar. Mm -hmm. Like not, not the one that we're in now and not the one even before yeah. that, but the one before that. Before that, yeah. Uh, so basically, Girls Gone Wild was DVD, pay-per-view events, and it was making, it made $20 million in the first two years of operation. And so yeah. if you don't know, do you, does everyone know what Girls Gone Wild was? It, it's some, a couple of assholes with cameras go to like, spring break parties um, or anywhere that there's going to be a drunk women. And then they offer these girls t-shirts in exchange for them flashing the camera. Uh, yeah. That's, that's pretty much, you know, the, mm-hmm. the extent some girls got a little bit wilder, but they certainly weren't being compensated further than merchandise. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Like, and it, the thing I think that, you know, this article on a kind of, uh, brings out and kind of appeals to was that it was you know girls that you knew like girls that look like you could go to college with and it wasn't just this like porn star unobtainable beauty type girls next door girls next door type thing yeah so you know this asshole became a a legend in bel-air he was friends with the kardashians paris hilton's boyfriend for a time he was friends with marta cooper and her sister from the real housewives of miami they both it's a whole thing, but yeah, by 2014, it, the brand was dead. You know, sites like Pornhub, mail to order DVD was, you know, outdated, unsexy, and all this stuff. But it was around 2003 that Joe Francis started showing up in Panama City Beach and he wanted to run a pay per view event with Snoop Dogg and film scenes and, you know, just get out of the Bible belt that he'd been under and things like that. So, but this move led to several charges and arrest, uh, racketeering, possession of intent to distribute drugs, soliciting minors, child abuse, filming minors in a sexual act, uh, da, 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 70 charges against Francis alone. Well, cause yeah, I mean like these, what, who goes to spring break parties? You know, it's of course like people who are in college, mm-hmm. but not everyone in college is over 18. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not everyone that's, even if you're, you know, 18 to 20, you're not allowed, legally allowed to drink alcohol. Also, you think that they were asking for release forms from these girls? Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. I mean, it's just like super messed up to, I think now people are a little bit more aware of it because like we've had the internet for so long, but there's such things as digital footprints and these women in the late nineties and early two thousands had no concept of that yet. Absolutely. It, it just, it was became like, you know, a scarlet letter if you were to show up and they fly you with alcohol. Oh, like my consent God, yes. is lowered 
and so many things. But so this article is essentially like, where is Joe Francis now? He was arrested 20 years ago for all these charges. He was, you know, all these things. And he said that there was, um, you know, uh, basically a botched criminal investigation against him. He's very mad about that. And that he was, you know, forced to endure a civil trial from the underage girls film for girls gone wild, things like that. And he basically is abandoned and is living in Mexico in a comp. That's how you know that, you know, you fucked up. Like, yeah. <laughs> sorry, but like, you don't really, you think this is some sort of witch hunt, but you decided to go down to your compound in Mexico rather mm-hmm. than deal with it. Yeah. Mm, I think maybe, you know, that you you done fucked up and yeah. but unfortunately this is kind of another tale of a man who doesn't get punished for the things he deserved to get punished against truly he's living in a forty five thousand square foot beachfront property in punta mita mexico and he's like my life's been hard since panama city beach it's like go fuck yourself oh, I, i'm almost it? upset with this journalist for giving him this spotlight even though he tries to give you know kind of light into this of basically joe was just like evading questions that the journalist was asking meanwhile just kind of monologuing his own public image and reconsideration and and things like that but it's just, even the way it's written it's like tall tan toothy a very image of vascularity it's Francis, a weird it's a weird article it, it, yeah it's like ugh. Uh, he hadn't done a sit down interview in years and he's just a fucking creep. And he's currently engaged in a custody battle for his twin daughters with his ex-partner, Abby Wilson. Don't who he met. To it. <laughs> yeah, don't. He met her when she was crowned 2012 winner of Girls Gone Wild Search for the Hottest Girl in America. Oh, sure. Yeah, of course, of course. And yeah, so basically that, you know, in Florida, there's Panama City, there's Panama City Beach. Panama City is more conservative and has a strong Navy presence. Panama City Beach is just a short drive away and is the, you know, hub of like spring break. You know, it's normally about 18,000 people, but, you know, during spring break, you know, mid-March, mid-April, about 100,000 people show up. I, you know, I remember watching like MTV had a stronghold on spring break. Do you remember MTV spring break? Of course. Oh my God. I was like, I can't wait. To be old enough to go party. <laughs> like go so weird. I never felt that way. I don't know why. I just like never, I never watched those and thought that I wanted to do that. Like there's like too many prank shows and too many, I think I was like a little too insecure also like that I knew that I didn't want to be like dancing in a bikini. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Cause I was like, oh God. And now I'm like, no. Even then I wasn't like, even at that, the age where that would have been, you know, normal where you could (laughs) have done it, where I could have done it. I wasn't like, woohoo, you know, it's just, yeah, I don't know. He was just a scumbag and it's just, it's the lack of remorse. It's the, this, you know, kind of redemptive article, even if they're kind of like, well, you know, he's, he's a big guy. It's like, well, quit writing about him. So glowing you know but yeah this uh, everything about this is dumpster 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 boo 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 joe francis you're a gross person sullivan the mayor of palm beach is famous for chasing a burglar out of his house in his underwear and a cowboy hat with a gun (laughs) but he's just like 
goes out like he's been consistently going against him and was like, I'm gonna fucking get this guy. And if it's the last thing I do, the last <laughs> thing I ever fucking do. I do. I mean, it, it is interesting because it's to me, it's like, OK, we didn't get him on this charge. Well, let's go for that. Like I'm of the mind. And again, I watch a lot of cop shows, so I know nothing. <laughs> but to me, it's like, why don't we build like one infallible, you know, foolproof, you know, plan like a or get him on like, the most amount of charges rather than like rack, rack, you know, small, small, small. He's in Mexico. Well, I mean, now, but back then, you know, I don't know. I'm, I just, I'm like, <sighs> it was wild, wild west, Florida, you know, still maybe is, but I, I just can't talk about it. What are you hoarding? Yes. Thank you so much. I we have I'm, to well, stop talking about the exploitation of underage girls. Yeah. Unless yeah. that's what you're hoarding. No, it actually isn't. Um, But speaking of that. I'm reading a book called Momfluenced about mommy influencers. You know, uh, you know, mom is the term. It's by Sarah Peterson. I would say that it's kind of um, about these kind of like stage moms that become, you know, their child becomes their content and, and stage parents in so much of a way. But it really is kind of like a history of domesticity and how it affects our culture and just kind of like how the mom influencer culture and how we're a part of greater pop culture all once like i you know i'm i'm campaigning like kids should not be on the internet like you shouldn't have like this huge digital footprint and you should have the right to delete it when you turn 18 like it's just family bloggers and you know youtube channels of we're this many people it's like your kids should not be your job kids should not have jobs like that and especially when they don't have consent, there's cameras shoved in their face. It's just, uh, yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting interesting book. And I'm, you know, I don't have children. I don't get to say what they do, but I'm leaning more and more towards like no children on the internet, no children on YouTube. Like it just really bums me out. But the book is really interesting and and really you know well written. So uh, mom I added fluenced. it to my list. Mom fluence. Yeah, I have a hard copy. I'll loan you if you want to. Yeah. Anyway. Oh yeah, I love that. Yeah, what are you hoarding? I'm hoarding Bakken's Japanese barbecue sauce. Oh, is that the one uh, at Costco? Yes, yes, girl! it's so good. We had we had it last night. Ooh, we had it with some stir fry a couple nights ago, and then I just put it on some potatoes today. Mm-hmm. It is so good. It's like this plain white label, and it says the original Japanese barbecue sauce, Bakken's Japanese barbecue sauce. It is so good put it on everything oh my god and you get it at costco in a yep. big bottle and it's worth it when that's what some, i'm hoarding some katsu chicken salad Yum. asian chicken salad and that was a part of the dressing oh, so good so good so good what are you throwing out okay i'm throwing this away and this i know this might not apply to everyone <laughs> but b and c group on southwest Ooh. Don't try to board with the A passengers. Girl. And that's not a class issue. That's not a that, that nothing I'm saying that's is that's a wake up and check in earlier issue. That's a pay $15 up front and get in the priority pat, like the priority boarding groups. I it, it, it you know, they're making multiple announcements on the overhead deal. Hey, check your check your thing. Make sure you're in A group. We're we're boarding A group right now. 
Tell me why this bitch at like B30 tries to walk up in ahead of me, A26. And it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, I, I'm not in the right thing. Well, like, like, well, can I still go? Oh, no, no. That gate agent sent her happy ass back. Thank God. So I um, don't do it. I, I just, you know, it's. I don't like enforcing rules, but society has rules and that's one of them. So don't Respected. do it. Southwest yes. has rules. Southwest has rules. It, Again, sky law, pi- like, you know, pirate law. Those are things I know. Sure. So don't don't mess with me. Anyway, what are you throwing away? You'll never believe it, babe. I'm throwing out something so similar. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, I'm throwing out men who don't think lines apply to them. Th- mm. What the what? fuck is up? If I'm at... I've been, I had, I'm changing my last name right now legally. And so I've been to the social security office and the DMV in the past week. What the fuck is up with men who just walk up and go like in front of a whole ass line Yes, and go, I just have one question or I just have one thing. And it's like, what Babe, the wh- fuck do you think the rest of us are doing? Oh, we didn't think that we had one thing. What a leadership opportunity you just took. Girl, I, I and don't the fact that it like if they, mind. if they act confident and crazy enough, they do end up succeeding because of yeah. course this person who works at the social security office doesn't want to fucking argue with this person who just showed up and said, I just have one question. It's mm-hmm. like go take a number and sit down with the rest of us, you idiot. And oh my god, the DMV is like worse because mm-hmm. just People will just walk up to open windows and it's like, what are you doing? Well, I just have this one thing. So do all of us, yeah. you prick. And also it's never just one thing. It's no. never, hey, can you tell me where the bathroom is? It's always like, I just have this one thing. So it's 17 sheets of paper to uh, prove why I don't deserve to lose my license after a DUI. And uh, you're probably going to like, it's like, oh my God. <laughs> I, 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 it's, it drives me absolutely crazy. And it's not just obviously at the social security office of the DMV. Sometimes it's at, you know, the mall, the The Costco grocery store, a restaurant, anywhere. And I very, very seldomly see women do this. I, yes, I I almost always see men do this sometimes two men at a time, but they just, They'll just roll uh, like a security at a baseball game, just roll up and just like do it. And I'm like, what happened to you? Who taught you to act like this? Yeah, they were never socialized to not. It's it's so this confidence of just thinking that you're more important than everyone else. Mm -hmm. Like newsflash, Mm -hmm. you're not. Sorry, mm. someone has to tell you. You're actually not, and neither am I. That's why I wait in line. Well, where do you wait in line on social media? Like, where can we find you waiting in line? Find me on the Trashy Trashy podcast every Monday. Oh, that sounds good. And what where are those social? Find you? Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, you want me to do it? I'll do it at Trashy Trashy Pod on Instagram and on Twitter and on TikTok. We love to be found on TikTok. We also have a merchandise store, which is Threadless trash no uh trashy trashy podcast when you do it (laughs) our website is trashy trashy podcast.com which has links out to all the things she's mentioned so far and our merch store is 
trashytrashypodcast.threadless.com. Again, link on our website and always in the show notes of these episodes, along with all of our stories. There's also a link on Anchor where you can throw us some financial support and by signing up to be a supporter and backer of this podcast. Yeah, that's it. Oh, uh, I and you, can, and you can Gmail us. You can you can email yes. us at trashytrashypodcast.gmail.com and tell us why you're trash and send us stories. We also really like that stuff. Okay, where can the people find you? Wow, I crashed and burned there. You did great. You did great. I'm at iconic Erica Curry on Instagram and TikTok. And maybe on Blue Sky soon. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see. That's where we are right now. And as always, we put out episodes on Monday. If you would share this, give it a five-star rating and a review. It helps us grow the podcast. We appreciate it so much. And And if you are a member of SAG-AFTRA, vote yes on strike authorization. Voting closes on June 5th. It's really important. Vote yes. Sorry. Had to get that in there. I love it. I love it. These are important things. So it's easy to vote. It's online. Just do it. Yeah. Even if you're not working, even if you just pay your dues to get screeners, because hey, we've all had years like that. You still need to vote for vote yes. If you're paying dues and you're in SAG after it, vote yes. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey Cass. What's going on, girl? Stay garbage. You stay garbage, girl. I will. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.